Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. I'm really happy that you're able to join me this week. So my motivational quote today is by Alexandria Hotmer, and it says, If we would just take a moment to look around, we would find that the universe is in constant communication with us. Do you believe that we are all energy beings and that we transmit this vibrational energy into the world? Also, do you agree that all the things around us are energy sources too, and they're also transmitting this vibrational energy? Holy smokes, a lot of energy is whipping around us. So is that why, and I'll bet you guys, but does it seem like our world has become just more angry, shows more hatred, and overall, I feel like we're all so anxious and, and wound so tightly? If we are, and all the things around us actually admit this energy, how do we control it and create a shift to a more positive flow? Well, my guest today, Nancy Yearout, is going to help us understand the importance of using some easy tools to help us form positive thought patterns and help us truly see what's really right in front of us. Um, and she's also going to help us shift from that overwhelm anger to one of love and light. Nancy's a spiritual life coach, motivational speaker, and author of her new book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. Actually, this is Nancy's second or possibly third time on the show. Nancy has also enjoyed an extensive corporate uh, career as a sales coordinator with one of the big uh, three automakers in Detroit. Her sales management and marketing skills have grown with each step of her business. Her success has blessed her with real-life experiences, knowledge, and common sense that's required to help others through life challenges. Settle in as Nancy and I explore this concept of using simple tools to help us create a life we all dream of by shifting our energy and thought patterns. So, Nancy, thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, Connie, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, is it your second or third? I couldn't remember. No, yeah, no, it's my second time with okay. you. Okay. Yeah. I, I love you so much. It, I just feel like I've had you around longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now before we begin, we, we were chatting a little bit before we, we hit the record button, and you wanted you had two kind of cool uh, little stories you wanted to share. So why don't you share that before we enter our discussion? Okay, that sounds great, Connie. Yeah, the first one is really interesting because most of us have one of these exercise bracelets. Now, I see so many different people when I'm out and about that have them, and I know a lot of people that have them. And my husband got me um, a Fitbit, actually. That's the brand name that he got me for our anniversary this year. And it's mostly because I find myself sitting and writing, and this thing actually tells me to get up <laughs> and yes. start moving, which yeah, which is so nice because I'm older, I'm in my early 50s, and I'm, you know, I, I try to stay as fit as possible, but I, I find myself getting stuck, and it's been really a wonderful thing for me. But on my left hand, this is really interesting, I have two fingers, and I, ha I hate to even put the intention out to the universe that I have a little bit of um, rheumatoid arthritis in those two fingers. And it's funny, it's hereditary. My mother has the same, only those two fingers, uh, you know, that she has the same as me. And crazy. It's, it's, they bother me. Yeah, it's crazy. When it rains or it gets humid, they swell. Well, I noticed since I've been wearing this Fitbit, and you have to realize these Fitbit have an electrical charge. 
And we are energy. We're made up of energy. So it kind of makes sense. So since I've been wearing this Fitbit, and it's my left uh, hand, my fingers have been better. I'm able to move them more easily. I can tell the difference um, since I've been wearing this because I think what's happening is, in fact, I know what's happening. It's giving it a little boost of electrical charge, just Mm -hmm. enough Mm -hmm. to not bring down some of the swelling. They don't swell as much, and I have more movement. Now, the really crazy thing, I started experimenting with this now because it just blew my mind, but it makes sense. It's everything I teach. It's everything I talk about because we're energy, and we have energy fields. Now, I was painting the house, and I was on the computer, and I'm right-handed, so my right wrist was really bothering me. It was almost like I was developing, like, carpal tunnel. So my husband said, hey, put that Fitbit on your other arm. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? And he's an electrical contractor. Isn't this funny? And I'm like, oh, you're thinking. And he's like, yeah. So I put it on my other wrist. And believe it or not, it did help um, with that a little additional electrical charge. It's not enough to really do it, you know, to really, you know, zap you or anything like that. But it's enough that it's making a difference. That's so, so cool. That's That's so cool, especially because we're going to talk about the energy today. So, yes, really all things do have energy. And then there was one other thing we had spoken about after the last show for you kind of to get feedback from your clients. And what is that feedback that is just so critical? And it's a great way to start the show with a tip, you know? Well, yeah, well, the, the most feedback that I have received have been from a lot of different people who've read my book, and they say, okay, I did what you said about writing down asking. Here's, here's the bottom line. We don't usually ask for what we want, mm-hmm. and when we ask, maybe we don't uh, you choose our words wisely enough. Mm-hmm. So I always say, hey, you know, I had a lady, and she's been looking for love, and she's been having some difficulty with one of her kids. And she said, she emailed me the other day, and she said, you know, I took some of your advice, and I wrote down what I wanted in a man, and exactly what I wanted. She took the time, and she thought about it. She was really careful with her words. And she said, and I, I met someone, and he's really great, and it's everything that I asked for. And she said, now I'm hoping that things will work out with my daughter, who I also ask. But I think it's like prayer. It's putting the energy out there, and mm-hmm. it's asking. And I think people are realizing they're trying it. That's what's really cool. So they're reading my book, and they're trying some of this stuff, and it's working. And that's that's what I like to hear. That's why I wrote it. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole purpose yeah. of writing these books, getting them out there to right. share these great, this great information. But not only your book is cool because it not only shares information right about the the, the premise of energy and all of that, and you, you know the research and all of that kind of stuff. But you also create examples like tips on write it down, be very specific, be very clear, ask for it. Um, things that we take for granted that we don't take the time to do. And as soon as we do take the time, what a great story that this client, you know, voila, it's almost like having a magic wand, which I, I love stories like that. That's so cool. Yeah. So it actually works. Yeah, yeah, it it it's proven. It works. Like so, why aren't we all doing it? Because we can't get out of our own way at times. I think, (laughs) right? It's we are creatures of habit. That is for sure. So now, to build on your last story, have you or how many of your clients are clearing their energy fields on a daily basis? That's just one tool. So, what kind of feedback have you been getting um, from your clients? 
Now, I've had people say that they are more apt to pay attention to stay away from negative people. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of people say that they've gone to the store and bought sea salt and have come home from work, got in a sea salt bath, which actually, if your listeners don't know, salt, uh, that's the properties within the sea salt that will get rid of some of that negative energy that actually attaches to you, whether you realize it or not, during the day. And also, I've had a lot of people uh, do the cinnamon, uh, where I tell people to put cinnamon on a, a pot of water with three or four tablespoons of cinnamon or a cinnamon stick on the stove and let that cinnamon steam seep out into your house and get in the nooks and crannies. And that's another way to clear. And I've had a lot of people do those things. Um, So that's been really cool. Wow. And I love that one, that tip of putting the cinnamon in the pot and then just letting it kind of simmer there. Oh, the smell of cinnamon. It's just like a fresh baked cookie, you know, like a snickerdoodle. So good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And again, it's the properties within that steam within the cinnamon steam and if and it makes sense if you do some research on it you know it, it actually clears the energy in the air it's that's right. so cool yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. so cool again yeah. i just love i love the simple tips because anybody can do that especially if at the end of the day you're like oh put the cinnamon on the stove and I, I don't know i think it gives you like your second wind and again it just makes the house smell so lovely night <laughs> it's a nice yeah. uh, nice combination yeah now are people do you do you find since you've gotten the word out and clearly your level of awareness has has escalated are people starting to be conscious of their energy in homes, offices, and cars? Because in my intro, I said it's not only that uh, us that carry an energy, but the stuff around us also carries that energy. Yeah, and I think people don't think about their cars or don't think about um, their offices. And there's only so much you can do in an office. It's a, it's yeah. a more difficult situation depending upon your space. But, yes, I've had a lot of people say that um, they pay more attention, again, to the people that they are around. Uh, you can surround yourself with white light. I always tell people that or a white net of light, whatever makes you comfortable. And you'll be surprised at the people that stay away from you <laughs> that are negative because it, that kind of bounces back um it's hard you have to wait you know do people leave to maybe do cinnamon i tell people to do sage i've had a couple people do this they wait until the office is closed because i really recommend white sage to clear for your house and even for your car or your boat or your camper or whatever it may be but when you feel a place is really heavy or you feel or just do it every couple months you can order a white like a white sage stick i'm from new mexico so this is what the native americans use again i'm repeating but it's the it's the uh, properties within the sage smoke that clear the negative energy so if you've got a place and it feels really stuffy or even if it's at work you know if you can wait for everybody to leave just make sure you open a window or a door because here's the deal you need some place for that negative energy energy to go so you just want to you know get a sage stick they last for gosh months you know depending upon how often you do it and clear your space Believe it or not, you'll come into your office or into your home or your car and you will feel a difference because we're all intuitive and we can feel that heaviness. It will feel lighter um, and, you know, once you clear it. And I can only imagine the energy that we harbor in our cars just because let me think about it, Nance. When we're we're traveling, and I, I don't know what the traffic is down by by your neck of the woods, but in New Jersey, the traffic is just 
brutal. So, you know, yeah. by the time you get to where you're going or you get to the office, we're so anxious and pent up already because you're sitting in bumper to bumper traffic. Um, I can only imagine the energy that lays behind in, a, in an automobile. So I think that's another great tip for us to, you know, start our day and end our day in a more relaxed way by just saging, saging your car. Simple. Again, open a, well, you open the door and there you go. You don't even need to worry about opening a window. Now, yeah, and you can use the liquid stuff too, Connie, just so you know, you can buy, you know, sage oil and put it, mix it with water and spray your car with it too. If you don't, you know what I mean? So there's a different variations of that you can do. Oh, that's so cool. So, I didn't know sage came yeah. in, a, in an oil. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's, in a, it's an essential oil. And so you just put a few drops of the essential oil in, in a little thing of water with a spray bottle. I have it because I'll spray my office and a quick pinch if it feels weird, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a great idea, though, for people in offices, like in an office building, just, you know, uh, spray, you know, spray a couple of squirts and, and they're ready to go. Now, you and I, last time we talked about affirmations and, you, you know, you started mm-hmm. the show by saying write things down. Um, again, very clear what you want. What have you heard from your clients um, as they're using the various affirmations, whether in the morning, out, out loud, you know, through mantras, through their brain before they go to sleep? How, how are they using that? Well, I think they're doing them um, during the morning. I hear most people, and I recommend to try to do them in the morning mm-hmm. um, to start your day. You know, um, this is going to be a great day. You know, everything goes my way. I have affirmations that I say, I think you have to gear it towards whatever um, is going on in your life at the time. I love them when they rhyme um, <laughs> because then you can remember them. But anyway, um, it's really good for people to do affirmations in the morning. But here's the deal. You can say anything, but you have to have faith, okay, in a higher power that what you're asking for, what intention you're putting out there, will come back to you. So that's why I always say really use your words carefully and think about what, you, what you're trying to accomplish here. And then use, make that your affirmation, okay? Um, whatever it is, you know, business flows immediately and constantly to me and I accept the abundance. Say it three or four times. Always say thank you. Whatever your affirmation is, I say write them down. You know, Mm -hmm. write them down on a three-by-five card or a sticky note or whatever so you remember. But the bottom line is you can say anything, but you have to have the faith inside of you to know that you will receive what you're asking for. If you say it and you don't have faith, then you don't get it. And I think that's been the biggest aha thing for people is to say the affirmations and to realize that they have to have faith that they'll receive it. True. Absolutely true. Yeah. So that's what I I have found more than anything, which is awesome because I think a lot of people, you know, you were talking in the beginning um, that people are so angry and people have lost faith and they have to realize there is a higher power. You can call them God, you can call them whatever spirit, whatever you want, but there is a higher power and there is uh, somebody looking out for us. And if you have some faith, believe it or not, once you have faith, then everything kind of just snowballs because it changes. The universe knows that that's the energy you're holding, if that makes sense, Connie. And they can, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Once you have faith, things get better for you. And it's interesting because I think it's not only the words we say, like you said, do these affirmations in the morning, read your index cards, write them down. That's all great if I write these words down, yay for me. But if there's no true emotion behind it, there's no energy behind it, 
think about right. there, it doesn't it kind of doesn't go anywhere right because I'm not putting exactly. that oof, energy of, of feeling and emotion behind it so words are okay but the feeling behind the words I think is what you're talking about to have the faith that this is going to happen for me this is already happening for me the flow is in place right, um, right? right. that's that's kind of what you're saying Exactly. It's like uh, if you imagine yourself already receiving it. When I used to do, I used to do more real estate than I do now. I do more spiritual work now, but I used to visualize a sale because I needed to create business for myself. And I would know what it felt like once I received the sale. But if you have the fear energy, if you say the affirmation and you're afraid you won't get it, you won't. That's right. So yes, you are, you're exactly correct. And it has to be that way where you have that energy, where you know in your heart and soul, and that's where faith comes in. That's why Absolutely. I mentioned that, and that's why I bring it up, because, yeah. like you said, you can see anything. But you have to really believe that you'll get it in your heart and soul. And when you do, then you start receiving things, and then you'll, you'll start working with this stuff more. Yeah, and I think people say, oh, I do the affirmations. Oh, I write it down. Oh, I have my vision board, and nothing happens. Well, right there, your energy is so negative. That's what, you are creating what you're thinking. So by right. saying it and writing it is not enough. And I, I like that component. It's almost like the secret sauce, right, the faith that believes. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everyone always says do this or say this or put that intention out there, but nobody ever really puts any meat to it, if that makes sense. That's exactly, I love that, meat, love it, love meat, it's all good. (laughs) Let's take take a real quick break, Nance, and then we come back. You know, you talked about faith and source and God, whatever it is for, for people, spirit, etc. I want to talk about angels for a minute. That's, uh, for me, a very cool topic, but I just I want to get your take on it. So we'll take a break, and then we'll talk about that. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. We are back. We are speaking with Nancy Yearout and her book, Wake Up, the Universe is Speaking to You, uh, which it is. Every day it's listening, so we better be careful what we're saying and thinking all the time. So now the, that, that whole premise of faith and spirit or God or whatever it is for, for anybody listening, have you noticed that more people are starting to talk so much more openly about angels or the presence of angels amongst us? Have you, have you felt that shift? I have, and the more I talk to people about my book, I do a chapter on angels, and it's funny because you'll say, oh, have you read my chapter on angels? Or they'll say, I read it, and I read your stories, and this is what happened to me. So it's quite interesting. Everybody seems to have a story or know somebody that, you know, had an experience. So I believe that um, the the biggest thing with angels, and then I've taught people, and I think that people are becoming more aware, you know, they're God's helpers. They're here to help us. But again, uh, you have to ask. 
And that's something I really want to tell people. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't think it's weird to ask the angels for help because every time I've ever been in a really bad spot in my life, probably in the last 20 years, I call on the angels. And I've done it for years, and every time they come through for me. And Yes, everybody has a story about angels, and I always tell people, be really, really careful, because sometimes you may be talking to somebody, and they could be an angel, because in my mind, they come in all different forms. So, Have you ever spoken to an angel? Hmm. You know, I, I believe that um, I had an incident happen to me. I was, um, this is years ago. My kids are older now, but when they were little, I was a single mom. And we were living in an apartment, and I had worked all day. And I came home, and I put the kids to bed, and I fell asleep on the couch. And I didn't lock the front door, Connie, and I always lock my front door. So I just fell asleep. You know how it is. And it must have been like even, yeah, it must have been cracked because I was awakened by a really, like, loud thug on my door. I jumped up. I went to the door, I realized it wasn't shut, I opened it, and I looked, and there was this lady standing there, and I was kind of out of it, you know, and she had piercing blue eyes, this I remember, and she just looked at me like, girlfriend, lock your door, you know, and she said something, I can't even tell you, it's been so long, and I said, okay, and I shut the door, and I locked it, and it was weird, I never saw that woman again, but she, in my mind, was sent there to tell me to lock my front door, Uh, it was weird. It was weird. I've had it happen to me a couple different times, yeah. So that's one of my experiences. How about you? <laughs> I honestly, it's, it's so funny, Nance, because I, you know, I go for angel readings at the beginning of the year. My husband and I, we have a, a local friend. She's become a friend, and um, she does a reading for us month by month, and it's just cool, kind of, not that, not that we're ever surprised by what she tells us, and she never tells us anything bad, but just kind of what to expect each month, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I tease her all the time, and I'll go, what color is my angel? And she'll be like, oh, it's coral color or whatever. And um, I say, well, I want to see an angel so bad. And we just laugh about it because I, I can honestly say no, I've never seen an angel. But I will tell you, this is kind of cool. I see a lot of feathers. And I know feathers are a sign mm-hmm. that there's an angel with you. We went, we went to New Mexico, my husband and I, on business with my partner. We had a speaking event okay. in May. And we went to uh, Carlsbad Cavern, which is not Carlsbad Cavern, um, uh, a, a, a dig. It was some kind of archaeological dig. And the, okay. the, the um, I can't remember. But anyway, it's a thousand-year-old city, and we were walking through it. And all oh, of a sudden, are you talking about like um, Sky City, maybe? No, it wasn't Sky City. No. Is that terrible? Oh. I'll email you. I'll think of it and I'll email you. I, I, it's, <laughs> okay. it esca- of course, it escapes me now because it's important <laughs> that I tell you this. But anyway, we were walking and, and the awe of it and the, you know, you feel like you're in the presence of just something bigger than yourself. I mean, it was just, it was right. amazing. But all of a sudden, my partner and I looked down as we were sharing this experience and uh, there was a ton of feathers. And I looked at her and I go, oh, my God, look. And the other cool thing is when we were in New Mexico, we went to White Sands, which is another just yeah. beautiful, beautiful um, yeah you know, place to go yeah. when you visit. Yeah. And I looked up at one point and it's a, it was a beautiful, clear, crisp, gorgeous day. And I said to my, my husband and my partner and her husband, and I go, Oh my God, look, look. And there's this beautiful um, rainbow 
in the clouds. There was no rain. Mm -hmm. There had, had it been rain, we're in New Mexico in the desert. And we all just started taking pictures like, holy moly. And I'm like, wow, the angels are with us again. So I get signs like that more than somebody knocking on my door. <laughs> no, and, and I think a lot of people do. Since you're talking about New Mexico and I brought up Sky City, I'll tell you this quick story. My aunt came out from California to visit us in New Mexico. This is years ago. And we took her up to Sky City, which is an old Pueblo that's actually inhabited still by Native Americans. And they bake bread and do all cool stuff. And there's a really old church there. And she looked up, and in the clouds was a perfect angel. Oh and God. she had a wonderful, yeah, she had a 35-millimeter camera with her, and she took pictures. We all got a picture. I still have it to this day, believe it or not. And it's a perfect angel, and it was above the church. I'm getting goosebumps, as I'm telling you. So, yes, um, I, and I've seen those things. And, and when you see those things and you know those things, you just know that we're not alone, that there are people here to help us. But it's, the biggest thing, Connie, is that people don't ask, and you have to ask the angels to help them, and they will they'll help you it's it's really true and they they do give us little signs that they're around i think we just miss them a lot because we're so focused in our day so it's kind of interesting um okay so i my next question now when and we've talked about this before and you've kind of mentioned it already but you know when we speak our words again have energy behind it whether they're nice words that we're saying or gossip or you know kind of nasty tones what what is your the biggest surprise that your clients have shared with you as they've raised their awareness of what they're saying or how they're saying it People have not, my clients themselves, have not been paying attention to what they're actually saying themselves, if that makes sense. Now they're starting to pay attention to their words. Um, I've had that a lot where people said, you know, I didn't realize what I was saying. I was just off the cuff. And so there's been a lot of people that have come to me and think I am more careful about what I say and what I think. Because, again, you know, like we've talked about, Connie, whatever you say and whatever you think is what creates your reality. That's how the universe is set up. So I've had more people come to me and say I'm more careful about what I say. And I've had people say I call my mom more often and tell her I love her or I call my dad and tell him I love him because, you know, those are the really important things um, in life. And so I've seen a lot of people um, read the book and realize, you know, that, um, you know, what, what's important is people, not things and not power, just what, what can we do for each other? How can we help each other? You know, it's interesting because people who are seeking power and things, right. That, that I think, I think it's almost a, a poverty mentality, even though, you know, people have bazillion dollars, let's say in the bank, but you could see they're clearly unhappy. Mm -hmm. There's something missing, right? There's something missing. You know, are right. there, are there, do they have loyal people around them? Do they have people that love them unconditionally around them? Um, you know, these are things that I think everybody has to start thinking about. It's funny because I'm, I'm mid-50s and my husband and I are actually going to be empty nesters, Nance, um, in September. Oh, wow. yes. Yes, yeah, another chapter, right? Another, and I'm embracing it. It's, it's, you know, another cool experience. But my husband and I, I said, we have to start purging. Like, we, we don't use half the stuff in this house. We've been in the house for 23 years. Um, you know, what if we want to sell? And, you know, just kind of getting ready for that next chapter of, of clearing out. And, 
we don't need so much of the stuff that we've accumulated. It's kind of tragic. So again, I think that we run through our 30s and 40, 40s of saying, I need, I need, I need. And then, I don't know, maybe it's a 50s thing, but I feel like, yeah, I just want cool people around me. I want people that, that help me rise and, and embrace life, not not stuff and crap to hold me down. So uh, interesting, very, very interesting. And I, I agree. I think the emotion, the words that we choose are, are powerful stuff. And I had another guest on maybe two years ago when we were talking about this topic as well. And she said that once you put those words out there, just like anything else, they're vibrating through the universe always. So right. isn't it, if, if we're going to speak, right, and if you stop and think before you open your mouth, why not choose to put things in a in a, a really nice way versus you know one of anger you know or, or fierceness because of the moment the emotion of the moment I don't know I just think pause for a second and and kind of think about it first right that's that's how my husband and I have lived our life since we got married because you can't you know, take back once true. you say something nasty it's over right exactly and you can't take it back and it goes back to the old saying you know if you don't have something nice to say don't say anything at all and yeah. you know i grew up i'm going to tell you i grew up um hopefully none of my family members are listening um <laughs> i know right I, yeah yeah and everybody was kind of gossipy and when i got into my 20s i realized that wasn't a cool thing to do um, and then as I've gotten older and more spiritual and learned about energy and how it works in your words, you know, I am really careful about what I say. Because I always say when people realize that what you say and what you do, your actions and your words have so much energy that it comes back to you tenfold. So when you are really nasty to somebody and you really say unkind words to somebody, you are hurting yourself because you're not really hurting that person they may be able to say, okay, whatever, and fluff it off. But those words go out into the universe and, in my mind, return back to you tenfold. Yes. So I, you know, it's always like, oh, well, you know, this person did this and they still haven't gotten caught or they still haven't paid the price or whatever. Everybody does. Everybody does. That's how the universe works. That's how our creator set it up because – and it's perfect if you think about it. If you do good things and you say good things and you're a happy person and you put out a good vibration, that's what you get back. But if you're nasty and you get into that, and I've seen a lot of people, a lot of my clients get into mm. a really bad rut. And you've seen this too, Connie. Absolutely. And then all they do is bring more negative, more negative, more negative, because it's so hard to get out of the rut and put out positive. But that's how it works. So you have to stop the negative and put out positive. And that's another reason why I wrote this book, because people don't pay attention to what's going on around them. And we have the ability to create our lives the way we want them to be. We're very powerful little beings. And if we learn how to use the energy, you know, it may, that's why the Bible was written. Not to get too biblical here, but I go back to the Bible because they were trying to give us guidelines. Because again, you know, and Jesus talked about this, your words have power. Whatever he said in the Bible, whatever you think, whatever you say, you'll be condemned at the end because it makes a difference. And it makes it makes a difference, like you said, with that vibration going out into the universe. So. And, and, you know, that's why I think I liked your book because you give so many just useful 
tips that we can incorporate, even if you do it one at a time, you know, uh, practice something for a week or two, and then it becomes a habit, right? And then take your next little tip and practice it for a week or two. Because what we're talking about, and I think, I think Nancy, you agree with this, it's not easy. It's it's not no. easy to change those old learned behaviors or those you know bad habits that we've created over over our lifetime, or or that we've learned from family members or teachers or whatever it is that's influenced us. So yeah. I think that if you just try one little thing to shift your paradigm of thinking or to shift that energy resource or to stop and think before you speak to say is this a positive or a negative coming out of my mouth little little steps like that I think make a big difference do you think we because this is the other thing I, I hear people say well what difference does it make I'm one person you know what impact am I going to have oh wow <laughs> we all have an impact of course each one of us. And that's why it's so important, I say, as a collective, if we could just, you know, put out some good energy, we could actually change the energy here on the planet. Because the more negative energy begets more negative energy. And that's what I see a lot of right now. And we've got to change it. We have the ability to change all of this if we want to. We really do. And and you know what? I, I know I can't control the rest of the world, but I'll tell you, I know I could control my mind. I can control, <clears throat> excuse me, how I speak. I could control my tone of voice. Um, I could control how I respond to my husband or my kids or work or whatever it is. Um, that's all I have control over. But if I can get control of my own emotions, and and just be that little bit of of, of kindness or a little bit of kinder to you know the people around us in our orbit, <clears throat> I think that really does make a difference. And it starts with you. It, it starts with it the does. person. No, you're right. And you know what, Connie, it's interesting. Once you are kind to somebody and put out that energy, then they in turn, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're out and you see somebody and you don't know them and they have on a great dress, I'll say, wow, that's a really great dress. You know, you don't know. Maybe that person was having a terrible day. Maybe you made their day. And in turn, they'll go somewhere and think, wow, that was really great, and say something nice to somebody else. It's just infectious. But when you're negative, it it has the same effect. Then more negative begets more negative begets more negative. So you do have the power to make a difference because what you do and what you say ripples out, like you said, to your husband and your kids and everybody around you and everybody you come in contact with. And like I said in the beginning of this um, show, when we go to work, if we've got negative people around us, come home and get that negativity off of you. I mean, Mm -hmm. do some aromatherapy, do some meditation, do some yoga, take a sea salt bath, whatever you're comfortable with, but get it off of you because... Believe it or not, and I'm, I'm really doing more research and I'm reading up. I know you've probably heard of Barbara Brennan and her, her healing um, of light. She does a lot of the healing stuff. You know, she talks about it too. This negative energy really does go into your energy fields and really can cause disease um, in the body. So it's not just, um, you know, mental. It's health. It, it affects your health. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, our body is a miraculous thing, and I think the brain is the most powerful organ in our body, right, tool in our body, and we we use, what is it, like 5% or something, whatever the statistics are, the numbers are that the scientists have come up with. It's just crazy, right? It's just crazy. We are out of time, my friends. I know it always goes so fast when I'm with you. Guys, if you – go ahead. you want to add one more thing? 
No, I'm just, I can't believe it went so quick. It's so much fun to talk with you. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like we're just old friends catching up. I, I love that feeling, and I hope the, I hope the listeners uh, appreciate that, you know, that doesn't always happen on the show. So when you do have that, I don't know, that common, I'm going to say energy, just because that's what we're talking about. It, it just makes the yeah. show, I think, fly, fly by. Yeah. Now, guys, if you want to find out more about Nancy's work and see some of her latest tips, Go to the website, and don't worry, I'm going to post this on the Architect of Change Web Talk Radio platform. You guys will be able to click and go. I'll backlink it. But go to theenergyprofit.com, and also um, you could go through, go through her email, and Nancy has a blog that she writes, um, again, just a wealth of information. And, of course, uh, go out and read her book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you, um, again, for more just really cool, easy tips that you can implement into your life, into your life, but also maybe teach our kids to start using, too. That's another thing, Nance. Exactly. I think we need to teach our kids how to navigate yeah. and create their, you know, their positive energy and thought process, too. Um, you guys, if you if you need to reach me or you want to share stories with me, I love to hear from you. My uh, email address directly is Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Please reach out to me. Let me know what you're thinking, and if there's topics that you'd love me to cover, I certainly will uh, attempt to find guests who are experts on that. If I'm not. So reach out to me, Connie, at WhitmanAssos.com. Again, Nancy, uh, www.TheEnergyProfit.com to check her out. Nance, thanks again for being just such a great guest and sharing so many what I think are just useful and easy tips. So I always appreciate that as well. Thanks, Connie. Thanks for having me. Oh, truly my pleasure. I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that it's possible and so much easier than we often think. We gave some tips today on how to change some little things in your life starting today when you get home after work. Um, you've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody, and please go out and try some of these tips and have an inspired week. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.